Hi, this is Michael Dorn, and you're listening to Black Tribbles. Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. But the funniest place I've been um, would probably be Shanghai, China. Really? Yo, and mm. I, and because they are the blackest Asians. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so at home. I was like, oh, man, Uncle Cletus. <laughs> hey, like, yeah, like, we on the plane, and these bammers are loud. These bammers are so loud. <laughs> they so loud. And it's just like, initially, it was like, hey, y'all, I need y'all to shut up so I can sleep. But after a while, I was just like, hey, yo, this is my people, right? <laughs> What took the cake was this old dude. Just he, yo, he just lights up a cigarette <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> hey, bro, no care, bro. This was 2012. <laughs> <laughs> this was not like 83. <laughs> it is your black triple. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the warness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. Frosting tips? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm frosting. They'd be like, man, are you not trying to bite your boss, son? <laughs> but look, oh my. this time you had it first. Nope, I'll be lying. I'll be lying. This is going to out to the universe right now. Man, they got to fact check you first. You ain't Trump, you good. <laughs> Yo, your boy. Hey, my boy. Coming to you from the beautiful studios of WPPM 106.5 FM, Philly Cam. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, welcome to another brand spanking new edition of Black Tribble. The new microphones work here at Philly. Yeah, right? (laughs) My goodness. Wow. My name is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by... Hey, hey, hey. It's uh, February. What do you say? I've been feeling all romantical. I even told Phoenix how to get out her shadicles. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Master Tribble, Emac, in the building. How you feeling? Yo. 
I'm excited, came to get it in. Reppin' out with my own black Kretonian brethren. We steppin' in the joint and roll up in the spot. I give you everything I got, I give you older. So I had to go back just a bit with an older symbol. But I'm old like a pinto, the things that I've been through. Your man, our son, the voice of reason, a.k.a. the Super Triple, the Rand of Steel, the comic book Jedi, Box Ratio, and the Joint. What up? What's up, good people in here feeling like the baddest mofo low down around this town? Who am I? Bruce Leroy Triple. Sure enough. A.K.A. Uncanny Triple, A.K.A. Amalgam Triple, A.K.A. A.K.A. AJ47. One shot to all black out. Shout out to the Golden Lords. Get her a golden slinky. <laughs> and yeah, I ain't got nothing to top any of those intros, but what it do, y'all? It's Uncle Buffy up in the building, chilling in the, the cookout, getting all the food, getting buff in this building. Super Saiyan Triple, formerly Cousin Muscles. Let's get a good show, y'all. It's poppin'. We are streaming live and direct, as always, ladies and gentlemen, on YouTube.com slash Black Tribbles. Hey. Streaming on our radio dials at phillycamp.org slash listen. You can follow us hey. on Instagram, Facebook, and all the social medias. We have a great show for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are bringing you the story of one Jonathan Bell. But you may know him as Seattle Superman and in the building. Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, there we go. Thank you very much. What's up, going? Dude? Thank you, thank you for having me on the show. I'm not gonna rhyme a whole uh, intro. <laughs> we'll, uh, that's that one for you. But thank you very much. I appreciate it. We appreciate you being in the building too, man. Uh, to share your story with Tribbledom. And to join the Tribble Nation, I hope uh, Isaiah's keyed you in on what is expected with your visit with us to this evening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this, this promises to be fun, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this promises to be a good time. We are also going to debut uh, along with taking a trip to Ariel's very special reading garden. It's actually closed this evening. Um, apparently, Renovations. Well, somebody actually thought it was a dog walking park. And, um, wow. And okay. like, so we got to clean right. up? You're not going to disrespect the garden. You're not no. going to disrespect the garden. I'm not saying I did. I said somebody did. So we got to clean it up. We got to so handle it. So that's my bad. I'll try to have two for y'all next week. That's all. I'm sorry. But that's, that is fine because that leaves space. We're going to um, debut a whole brand new segment tonight. Mm, new segments. Hey. Most definitely. It's called Worst Case Scenario. Hey. And it's going right. to be a very special Worst Case Scenario question that we're going to throw out to everyone here, including Jonathan. Jonathan can be. I'm know, down. I'm down for see this. What, see what Superman uh, says about this Worst Case Scenario. That will come up at the top of the show. The Storm Triple Kennedy, from what I understand, is racing here to the building. To get yeah, I think she's riding a storm cloud. I believe so. Ooh. Well, if she was Wonder Woman, she could swing on the lightning. <laughs> but uh, she, no would, lightning. she wouldn't I do love it. That she idea. wouldn't. I yo. She hates that though. I know yeah, she wouldn't. She called it like not if I got there in a minute. I, that she she would not be for that. Yo, that when I saw that on the trailer, I was like, oh, I did. I, oh, okay, that's dope. 
That's very different. Yeah, I thought it was like. Did you see the Wonder Woman trailer, Jonathan? I did actually, and uh, it looks pretty dope. Honestly, I I'm not gonna lie, it looks good. I didn't see the newest Super Bowl spot one. I just saw the first one that came. Oh, there was a Super Bowl spot one. I'm assuming. I mean, there should have been one, right? I don't believe there was one. No, I don't think they did one. I don't think they did. Well, then there you go. I assumed wrong. No, they. (laughs) There was or there wasn't. Mr. I take, DC I take Universe it. person over here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mr. Universe. Mr. Universe. Oh, yeah. Mr. DC Universe. That's the right. intern it, it, triple. It pays for itself. <laughs> it pays <laughs> for itself. Yeah. Now, there, was, there was just like a short one. It was just like, it was part of like a Thai commercial. It was like her landing in the mall and he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Day. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Day came through. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't think they count that as a new footage or anything. No, it wasn't like anything new. It wasn't really celebrating, you know. That's still an ad, though. That's that's still money. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, but no, it wasn't yes, like Gal a Gal got paid. Yes, Gal got paid, so it was money. Yes, but I don't think that would that would count. But speaking of DC, um, and Dante, you might as well step back over to that mic because you went to an early Damn. screening of... <laughs> Do I need to take these headphones off? No, I'm not going to spoil it. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, don't spoil it. No, you went to, you went to Tell a, me the end. <laughs> if I can get this out, please. Thank you. you went to hey, a, that's how you got in trouble last time. <laughs> Good night, folks. We're going home now. That's it. That's the show. That was not trouble. That was not trouble. I, I, that was a misunderstanding. I, no, I love my daughter. Yeah. yeah, I see where you went there. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know where we we've gone off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's it's welcome to the show, Jonathan. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Well, surprised it took Mr. this Popular long. saw early screening of uh, the the new movie, right? Yes. How uh, was it? The movie, which was called Birds of Prey: The Emancipation of the Fantabulous Emancipation. Birds of Prey: The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yes. You went to an early screening of it yesterday. Yes. Intern Triple Dante, what is your report? Um, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, from the trailers, when I first initially seen mm. the trailers, it was kind of like iffy. But it was very well done. Um, it had like the bright colors, like kind of like a super, uh, excuse me, a Suicide Squad. Um, Ewan McGregor was awesome as Black Mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget, uh, is it Elizabeth? I think Elizabeth Weinstead. That's her name. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's in it. She as was well. hilarious as Huntress. Really? Yes. Nice. Okay. Um, Black Canary. I forget the actress who played her. That's, she that was, was awesome. Journey, um, Journey Smollett. Yeah, Journey Smollett Bell, I believe is her name. She oh, was okay. awesome. Um, Rosie Perez actually surprised me as Renee Montoya. Yeah. 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 She was like, she was throwing down. She was really throwing Rosie's down. Rosie's no joke. Nah, really? she wasn't. How you know that? What'd you ever see her do, like, ever? I've seen Rosie Perez on, like, lots of stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not discounting <laughs> it. I just never seen it. That's why I didn't know I, I what mean, led you to that conclusion. Was she fighting in it? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I seen white men can't jump. Like, well, I mean, if she was throwing them punches as hard as she was like yeah, in the beginning you do the right thing yeah it's like she would dance hard I could see that yeah. she could bring it yeah most definitely so okay. so so without spoiling it yes um what we usually do like four out of five triples sure so out of uh, out of four out of five triples how many would you give uh birds of prey I'll give four Ooh, high praise. Really? Yeah, I, like I said, I was really impressed, like, how they did it. And, like, it was more of about Harley Quinn, like, how she separated separate herself from the Joker. Mm-hmm. So, so they, I would say how she got emancipated. Kind of, 
Ah, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a great title uh-huh. for it. <laughs> but it, it also shows like how they more come together, and I kind of feel like the only other thing I, I didn't really like about it was Cassandra Cain felt kind of forced into the movie. Like she was like kind of like that plot device. Okay. So, but other than that, it was good. I can't wait to check it out. Did she talk? Don't spoil it. Yeah, don't. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't 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 let him talk about this in the green room later. Yeah, don't let don't let no Dante 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 each other. Yeah, he's shooting you with his X-ray vision now. No, no, that is that it would be a spoiler. Yes, it would be a spoiler if you know the character who from the world of comics does not talk. Whether or not she talks in the movie, that would be a spoiler. So no. Okay. All right. I guess. And Dante about to just jump on that landmine. Well, that's <laughs> he was looking for it. You know, that's because you know Super Triple over here was giving him like you know the the Kryptonian death stare. <laughs> you know the Silver Surfer is on a surfboard. Yes, if he was on the, the surf in the movie. It's a spoiler. All right. That's nice. That's, that's not even close to the same thing, and you know it. It's not the same thing at all. The story of a hammer in this movie? That's not the same thing either. <laughs> wondering if he... That's not that. the same That's not the same thing. You know it's not. Eric, tell him that's not the same Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man never upside down. That's not and the same thing. I don't know if he does. For some reason. I I, yeah. Whatever. I'm going to listen to you, Len, because I love you. You asked that question for a particular reason, so you know it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't know it. I, I have no idea. And I, I, I really want to see the movie, but I can't... So just don't go see the movie. Well, I can't take a six-year-old to the see Birds of Prey. Why not? Because he's six. Time, right? I mean, I was just going to say, like, you can. He'd just be asleep. No. No, no. God, no. He'll be like, what? I mean, sometimes they learn early. That's not that bad. No. That's true. No, no, no. Kids are growing up so much. Listen, I told you that my at the time twelve and nine year old were taken to to, do, to Deadpool, right? Right. No. Well, that's, how did that happen? How how'd that go down? I, See, Jesus hold on. There, there's levels to this. Deadpool is just one you should not have brought any children. I didn't to. do it. Oh, wasn't well. me. That was their mother. It was not me. <laughs> nah, bro. Oh, so you didn't get in trouble? I, so then, what's the problem? I wouldn't have taken them. That's the point. Ah. Uh, I take a six-year-old to an R-rated movie. My mother did that lunacy. My mother and t- look how you and turned look how out. You turned out just say. fine. Yeah. You know, I turned like out sometimes. deathly afraid of dogs because that psychopath took me to see Cujo when I was eight. Okay, like no, no, that's crazy people stuff. So, the, so the last thing I want so is my son to be afraid not, of clowns. There's so your son like, may not like clowns. Weird. You know, there are clown worse girls with hammers. Yeah, that's okay. That'll just keep him safe in life by avoiding clowns. Yeah, that's just you know extra layer of protection. <laughs> exactly. By the way, yes. Shout out to the Ice Girl Triple. He's sick. So, yes, love you, little buddy. I love you, Cub. Hey, anyway. look, another Triple's in the building. Hey. Yo, 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 you? yo. What's good? What's good? What's good? What it is? It's Auntie Controversy, aka Sister Mary Extra, coming to you live from the two one five to the day I die. That it's Storm Triple. What's good? You making fun of me? What? Huh? Uh, what? Uh, you heard me? No, Time out. Hi I like, guys. I like so, how you took the Sister Extra and added the Sister, sister Mary, Mary Extra. extra. Like. Just own it. I like it. I like yeah, they own it. I like it. We all had a Sister Mary extra in our lives. <laughs> I got two yeah. of them. They're called sisters. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. That's just Hi. Real talk. That's real talk. Hey, we're in the same brain today. We are. Look at this. Every day, Billy's Bay. What's going on? I can't uh, hear. Is there music? 
<laughs> oh, you don't have you don't have headphones. You don't have headphones. And um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you may notice there's an extra camera just floating around on in inside the studio. <laughs> um, get on that mic. Introduce yourself. Yeah, you didn't even know that was going to happen. That's right. It's real talk. Get on the mic. Introduce yourself, Rashad. Yes, you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you. That mic right, right there. Yeah. What's up? I ain't got no fancy introduction. It's me. What's going on? Here from the Inquirer doing a quick shoot. What's up? I'm happy to be here. Uh, what's your name, brother? Rashad. Rashad. <laughs> All right. Let the people know your name. You said, said that part. I said what I said. <laughs> and, and, and don't think you ain't going to join the Triple Nation either. So get this percolating on your triple designation. I told you I peeped your geek. I know. Yo, he was interviewing me outside. He, uh, the Inquirer is doing a piece on Afrofuturism, ladies and gentlemen. They're interviewing your favorite Tribbles uh, uh, about our thoughts on Afrofuturism. So Rashad was outside doing an interview with me. You'll appreciate this, Ariel. So he's set up with the camera and everything. So he's like, all right, so we're going to get down with the interview. Now all of a sudden, you know, this little, little young buck got to, like, show off. He get up in the chair. He all squatting, doing an interview like this. Like, yo, what's up? What's up? I'm, I used to be able to do that. She's like, yeah, well, I'm a certified yoga instructor. Oh. I was like, oh. Well, well. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but no sooner than the interview's over, he popped down. <laughs> uh, he looked like that tax commercial. Everybody, like, breaking it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that, that commercial was, was amazing. Yo, I love that commercial. That's so much fun. Have you seen that commercial, E? I do not believe so. Oh, you ain't seen that commercial? You ain't seen that commercial, Ariel? Just a bunch of people like they're they're everybody's tax people now, and they're and dancing. They're just dancing. They're just everybody. Just kind of just everybody. Like people are like in their bathrobe, and people are, like on the like on their living room table, mowing the lawn. Just, mowing their, it's just it's why goofy. are they dancing? Because they're because they're tax people now. Because they they, they can do, do their, their own taxes. taxes now. Oh, great! We can take agency so of the a, fact that we're getting robbed. Yeah, it's like a, oh, oh Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you, you, what you thought the anti-controversy was just for show, just for reals. This is all days, hon. I'm not wrong. You can go ahead, though. Well, wait. I don't even know what happened. Why is he? Why are you breathing heavy now, Len? We just like frustrate you so. No, no, stop. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <sighs> all right, so we got a fun show for you tonight. We ladies. do. <laughs> I'm just pushing on, just moving, moving forward. All right. Um, you should totally blew my mind. Where I'm. How was your day, Lance? You okay? Did you eat? Did you eat? Are you okay? Oh, I did have a good day. What happened? I did have a good day. For tell me everything. Slowly. Some of you. Squeeze your nipple while you do it. Hit them bowels, boy. Mm-hmm. You better enunciate. <laughs> Let me hear it. Go ahead. Anyway, anyway, um, I'm moving. <laughs> so today, my new televisions came. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Televisions, correct. Yeah. Plural. Deliveries. More than one. <laughs> Upgrades. Hey, I yes. got a room now. Yes, yes, I do. So, um, and what did you get? Samsung high vis incense. No. Um, Vizio. I wanted to. Those I were, ink. They were a little bit too much. But the I ink was too much? Oh, the Vizio. Phillips? Vizio. Okay. I, no. It's, so you got the insignia. Well, Westinghouse. 
watching TV. It's like, I'm not coming at them. I know these for a reason. <laughs> so now I feel weird because you haven't named one of them, so this means this is like real cheap. <laughs> the TCLs, the TCLs are dope. That's what I got. I got, yeah, I got TCLs. TCLs. Are real dope. Okay, They're I got real one of those dope. too. Oh, oh. Yep. Whew. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Roku TV, right? Exactly. Yep. That's why I got yep. it. Because um, so because the Roku's already built in, already in there. So I got a, I got a 55 inch and a 43 inch, um, and that and now I got a guy coming tomorrow and he's going to like mount them up on the walls. All right, but I really should reconsider not putting it in the bathroom. No, don't put it in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, because you're not going to be sitting there that long. Oh, I thought you would say. I was about to say. Um, any of those those other reasons that made more sense? (laughs) 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 Have you not seen the library in Len's powder room? (laughs) (laughs) Most people have a magazine, maybe a newspaper. Len has Len has periodicals in a Dewey Decimal System, (laughs) a Pooey Decimal System. (laughs) See what I did there? Doesn't I mean look? You read. That's the library. No, not not, not on not not there. And typically, people just read on their phones. So now their phones are covered in poo. But that's a whole other issue. Ooh, <laughs> Max been doing his homework in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's where you get studying done. But you know, it's, you don't read. You know, you meditate. You know, that's how you start your day. You clear your mind. You set your <laughs> Among goals. Among other things. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's what you do on your morning constitutional. You're not sitting here reading somebody I, else's words. Jonathan, what do you do during your morning constitutional? Uh, you do know scroll. that Scroll. I... <laughs> scroll? Yep. Scroll, social media, do everything. I'm like always on my phone, so it's reading, scrolling, researching, affirmations in the morning. It's a bunch of different things here and there. All right, well, I read, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading a book about Star Trek right now, so... That's what I, yes, I keep books in my bathroom. But no, because wasn't that a whole Seinfeld episode when George took the bathroom, the, the book into the bathroom and it got flat, the book got flagged? I'm of that mindset. It's like, I can't touch this book. Somebody was like <laughs> reading it while what? on the toilet. That's too much. It's what do you mean much. it's too much? Because as, a, a, pilot, as a good friend of mine once said, Nothing good goes down in the bathroom. Or <laughs> amazing things go Not down. True. Great things go a lot go down <laughs> in the bathroom. A lot can go down in the bathroom. A lot can go down in the bathroom. It all goes down in the bathroom. <laughs> also true. And I did know a guy that had a TV in his bathroom once. I know. Oh yeah, I know. I knew a guy that. I was like, too. really, dog? Did he have a nice tub though? Because I could see yeah, like he if had you a have a nice tub, tub he had a great put a movie tub on, would, take a bath. Would, yeah, he would hold now it that down. Oh, Scarface get... style. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's just baller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Len's thinking now. <laughs> like, do my tub? I mean, I've actually done that with my laptop. Just set it up on the sink, yeah. take a bath, watch a movie. It's fantastic. Candles. Yeah. Bath bomb. Thought you got me thinking because. Because I got a jacuzzi in my bathroom. He just wanted to Do talk. you really? Yeah, he just wanted to talk hey, about yo, it. yo, party in Len's house. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. shower. Yo, listen, we about to throw a rent party at your house, bro. Before you get any expensive furniture in there. What Triple mansion. Yo, 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 real, real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Uh, we need to do something to that extent. Like, this is just like we... Remember when Ariel came to us and was like, hey, I'm doing... 
I'm building a shop. It'd be cool if you guys were involved. We're like, okay, we just moved in like yesterday. True that. We True literally that. just all unanimous. I speak for the nation <laughs> when I say, um, y'all can't come get in my Lynch first crib, all, aka Triple Man. First of all, the jacuzzi is in the master bathroom. Oh, you, what that? What that mean? Okay, <laughs> it's called the master bath for a reason. Why would not have access? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like I don't know what you thought this was. I don't exactly. know if you forgot who you. you I already got a with, key. But, uh, he just don't know yet. <laughs> Yo, he lives we down good. the street from me. Like it's a rap, bro. Like it's a rap. He's gonna be like, get out and be like, I'm home. <laughs> I live here. Is that my robe? It's the return of Lenity. <laughs> <laughs> Lenity, it's cute. All right. Oh well. Who and Stephen Harris? He keeps blowing me up, by the way. <laughs> and Stephen Harris? He wants to know if his life is really in jeopardy. He's, no, he hasn't. He hasn't listened. He hits me up like Friday mornings, and he's like, "Oh wow, I forgot to call in last night. My bad. I know you guys were thinking about me." I was like, "Oh boy, when <laughs> were you, we? When you catch up, my dudes." <laughs> Listen, I just want you to know that Glenn does not speak for Black Tribbles LLC or Philly Cam. Just you know putting that out there he's like i don't even know what that means i said i just i just know what you're capable of with a newspaper and i just want you to know it wasn't me ah well good anyway so we're moving on he said i don't care i don't <laughs> look the opera's being written <laughs> and stephen harris must go <laughs> so which one is it is it the ballad of len stephen harris or the ballad of len stephen harris okay yes i like and no okay all right aka Steven must go? No, there's no AKA in opera. Why not? It's true. Okay. Yeah. Did you know Operas that- are weird. I know. I've been to the opera. I definitely laughed in the opera. I don't think I was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> the looks I got afterwards just Nobody, gave me a feeling. My So my friend had like tickets. Like she had a friend that had like season passes to the opera so any opera that they didn't want to go to they gave her the ticket so we saw many operas that year okay and so we're just in there like oh we in the opera right bunch of old white people <laughs> i swear <laughs> there was a scene where one of the characters like slid on the stage like not even completely on the stage but he was like <laughs> did that like off stage and we and she and i burst out laughing like what's he doing and then i was like oh this is not the time. <laughs> so you pulled a loop, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but nobody else thought it was funny. It was so bizarre, so we had to like <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Compose yourselves. Oh, I guess we took that the wrong way. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Did someone die in this opera? Did someone die in that? Uh, yeah. Bingo Somebody bongo. Did. Yeah. What? Just making sure. But isn't he's dying? Len Stephen Harris is yes. I he just has to it's go. just as, as we've been talking no, about one this. One time we had a conversation about what constitutes an opera. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, and and it had me thinking about it like to this day, and I was like, I just wanted to make sure that I hadn't spoken out of turn. Yes, yeah, so they. I think the person died at the apparently. End of the Jonathan first is looking act. like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. Apparently, sorry, in an opera, someone must die. Tragedy aspect. I guess. tragedy aspect. I guess. Um. Maybe there's some comedies that are operas, right? Where there's like marriages and stuff and fun things going on, but someone somebody somebody still died. Either 
the death happened before the opera takes place and people make reference to it or it's like a Isn't weird that a cheat kind of that's kind of some of them some of them got away with it like that and they're not the favorites you know what i mean usually someone it's it's like an sometimes it's an, it's an elder is a way to cheat with that they'll they'll say like someone's i don't know great on or something um but yeah just so you know, if you ever get a chance to go to the opera, if someone doesn't die, you've been swindled. <laughs> I would like a refund. Excuse me, sir. Everyone survived. This is unacceptable. I would like my $1,000 back. I enjoyed this so much, I came twice. And y'all didn't kill that actor. Y'all killed the character. I want the actor dead. <laughs> I paid good money for this show. And I will not be spoon. I will not be fooled. I will not be led astray. I will not be run amok. I will not be bamboozled. I am a patron of the arts. And I paid for death. You will respect my wishes. And murder someone. I just saw I'm that waiting. actor in F9. Now kill him. <laughs> You'll be doing him a favor. His career is dead anyhow. Very true. Very true. Not true. Not tr- apparently, if you wind up in a Fast and the Furious movie, you become the greatest thing on earth. You get a job for life, yo, for life, mm. for life. You become family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> we we uh, got that's it. gonna be a fun when I'm the waiting. best meme I've seen in ten years was it had John Cena and it said John Cena was uh is Dom's brother and he was in all other eight movies, but you couldn't see him. <laughs> I was dead. I was dead. I was like, you know what? Well done. Whoever's responsible for this, you just won the entire internet. That was the well internet done. internet is yours. That, that was, was well done. Extremely. That was great. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Jonathan, I don't know if you are aware of it, but you are sitting next to someone who is not only a super triple here in the building, but he's also a person who considers himself a Superman expert. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Randy, like, really loves everything Superman. Like, how hard... Like, I know you represent Superman. You're the Seattle Superman, and we're going to talk about that uh, and everything. But is this born because of you have a an appreciation, a love for Superman? For the most part, yeah. It's mainly about what the character represents. And so, for instance, I still have never seen the Christopher Reeve Superman all the way through the first one, and like not two, three, or four all the way through either. Really? Yeah, because it's not something that I feel like I need to watch in order to like you know kind of connect with what the symbol means. You know, there's some people that like actors, or some people that like the character as a per- as like you know a, what it represents. Right. I'm more of the like what it represents aspect of it. Where was then where was your introduction to Superman? Where did that come from? I mean comic books, but like uh when I was a child we used to watch Lois and Clark with you know Dean Kane all the time and mm-hmm. then uh the uh, 90s cartoon the Superman the animated series we watched that a lot also so yeah. all that stuff I really did like but the movies I just never never watch those i still don't really feel the need to actually watch one of those either <laughs> feel free to skip superman 4 it is a hot 
buttered mess of a movie. Isn't that the one with Richard Pryor? No, that's three, which okay. is which is just a mess of a movie. Yes. Four is a, a hot mess. buttered mess of a movie. <laughs> my God. See, it's just proving my point right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that film was just like, what is happening here? Why? What? All right, fine. And like Len said, I'm a Superman dude, and I was watching that movie and just... I don't understand why is this what's happening it's really really bad yeah, yeah so feel free to skip it Superman 3 n- also not a great film but Richard Pryor yes, Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor is amusing and the uh, there's a part where Superman goes crazy and he fights himself in a in a in a junkyard, junkyard. which is kind of cool yeah, I've seen snippets of everything like that. I've just never sat down and watched any of them from start to finish yeah you, you'll be all right if you don't I, okay. I believe it <laughs> I don't tell like as long as you've seen the part where he's sitting in the bar yeah we've flicking, all seen that getting the peanuts and then like drinking the shot <laughs> yeah. back and forth you know we've all seen it uh, so when you think of Superman Jonathan white what image forms in your head like who's the suit who's your your head cannon Superman. Is it Dean Cain? Uh-oh. <laughs> Excellent. Scene. Good night, everybody. <laughs> ah, thank you. But, uh, you know, Dean Cain is, is one. Uh, you know, Tom Willing, he'd be another one. But also, you know, Superman, the animated series, the one Bruce Tim, that's another great one as well. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Tim Daly. He yeah. was a voice. And then George, George Newbern, Newbern, Newbern later yeah. on. Yeah. Mm. So it's just a, it's just a whole... Yeah. Look at it. It's like, yeah, I know my stuff. <laughs> That's why I was late. I was getting some facts. <laughs> oh. Wow. But it's just, uh, you know, it's just a bunch of, it's a little bit of everything. Don't mind her. She's Kennedy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just there, is, there really is no, like, one, there really is no, like, one person or aspect of it. It's just pretty much the symbol in general. And what does that symbol represent for you? Uh, without being too much, um, well, to me, it's more of like the, the golden rule type thing, you know, like, you know, the whole do unto others kind of aspect. And that's, that's something I really tried to relate with how I would like to live my life more because I'm really not like, I'm a nice person, but I could be not a nice person in a lot of ways too. So Mm -hmm. Superman is one of those things also to just kind of, you know, like just kind of remind yourself to just kind of be a little bit better than you can be every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel you. Uh, for those who don't know, Jonathan in 2016 quit his job as a conductor did. with the Union Pacific Railroad to find a way to make a living doing the four things he loved, traveling, photography, slash being creative, inspiring others, and Superman. Figuring the best way to combine all four was to get a Superman suit to cosplay in, live in a van to travel a real pretty area, and try to inspire people along the way that want to pursue their own ideal of happiness. That is an incredible story, man. (laughs) Living the dream. Really? I'm trying. I mean, I haven't made a penny off of it yet since 2016, but, you know, it's... it's, uh, I like it. You know, I'm, I'm happy doing this. I'm, I'm in Philly now sitting at a table with, you know, people I've never met before because I chose to put on that suit. So, I mean, can't really complain that much. That's cool. That's true. But I got to ask you. Okay, so this happens in two, 2016. Where are you in 2016? Where are you in your life that you decide to make such a huge move, huge change? Uh, so, I was... 
What was I doing? I was working for the railroad, as you had stated, and I really, I didn't like what I was doing. It was like I was just always, 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 always at work all the time. So and this like, wasn't wasn't like your career. You just like right. kind of it was like it was a, it was a, a good, job, you know, and and just like any good paying job, you do it because you're locked into how much money you're making and that type of lifestyle, you know? Right. Even though if you don't like it, it's just like, you know, you have money, you could do this, you could do that. But if it's not something you really want to do, you can tell it starts like sucking the life out of you a little. And I'm like, I'm, I do photography as a hobby. So I've always been on the creative side, Mm -hmm. but I had no time to do anything because Because I was always at work. How long were you a conductor? Uh, About four years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I met this girl on Tinder once, and she really got, like, the the wrong end of the deal on this one. I was driving to her house to go on a date when I almost got an accident on the freeway. So I did a 180 on uh, one of the freeways in Texas across, like, four or five lanes of traffic. Wow. Came, like, this close to the, from the median and managed to not hit anything in between. So the car stopped. I'm sitting there, and I was just like... Oh, okay, I'm fine. The police had to come so I could, like, do a U-turn in the middle of the freeway, you know, to get off. And I show up at her house, and she was just like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And we go to a bar, and I was just sitting there the whole time, like, oh, gosh, I almost died. You know what I mean? Yeah, it starts hitting you, the reality of yeah. it. Yeah, so that was in August. Yeah, so killed the first date, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that was in August of 2016, and my lease for my apartment was up in November. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I originally had got that job to try to transfer to Seattle in the first place because I was in Texas at the time. Okay. And none of the transfer opportunities went through, so I'm like, you know what? Is Seattle your is that your home? No, I'm from Los Angeles. Seattle is just somewhere that I've always wanted to live and experience. Oh, okay. So once I figured out I couldn't transfer over there, I just like I said earlier, you know, good money, I'll just stay and until I almost died. So from October. <laughs> From August to November, I started trying to plot and plan how I could go to um, to Seattle. And then eventually, I just was like, I'm going to... And this is like, you know, when after Man of Steel came out. Okay. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Because that was the first suit that I saw that I was like, you know what? I could actually wear this thing. Because I'm not a fan of the red trunks and any of that stuff. I was like, I, I can't really take myself seriously wearing that. Especially with the photos and ideas that I had in my mind. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've like never really wore one of those suits. But when Man of Steel came out, I was like, wow, I really need to get one of those suits. That came out in, I think, 2013. And I literally went to like every Joanne's Fabrics uh, old ladies I could find, trying to like find somebody that could make something for me. You know, mm-hmm. Nobody can make anything. So I kind of gave up on that. Fast forward to 2016, I was like, you know, I need to get back on this again so I started looking and I found somebody off of Etsy that can make made a suit and that's kind of how I started getting the ball rolling on going out to Seattle so when my lease was up in November I quit my job bought a van and made my way out to the west coast again so you just quit your job just said deuces I'm out right yeah I walked in turned in my radio my keys and the guy the manager was like are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I used to be a police. Like, I've, I've had all, I was a police officer. It was my very first career job. I quit that. Uh, I went from that to bartending. I went from bartending to stocking grocery stores overnight to being a conductor. When I quit that job and moved to Seattle, I got a job washing dishes in, like, a retirement home. So, I mean, like, 
jobs are always you could always find a job. You always mm-hmm. find up making money somehow if you wanted to. Wow, man, you you were actually. It's funny you reference Man of Steel. You were walking the earth like Clark was yeah, in the right. movie, you know, because yeah. that's what he was doing, right, yeah. Randy? Yeah, for uh, I'm guessing it, it would seem like about a year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow, that's that's so okay. Where were you a cop? LAPD. Wow. What? How long were you a cop? Not long. I'm about to say, <laughs> yo, I'm said not, that was I'm not only clutched him, I held him out the room just in case. Like, wait a minute. No one vetted this one. Uh, 2005, I went through the academy. Uh, like, I think it was like a nine-month academy. Mm-hmm. No, 2006. It was like a nine-month academy. Graduated and quit within like three or four months or so. You know, by first week, I saw three dead bodies. Uh, and here, So here was the thing. So I became a cop. I didn't go to college. And I wanted to find a good job because I had, like, a serious girlfriend at the time. So I'm okay. like, you know what? I didn't go to college. And in 2006, LAPD was paying 54 a year. Okay. Yep. And you could uh, retire in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm right. like, you know what? I'll be, like, you know, X amount of years old I will be for that. <laughs> and <laughs> so I finished. I went through the... I, we ended up breaking up, you know, uh, after I graduated. But the first day at my precinct, I asked my training officer. I was like, what is, like, the number one piece of... I, well, not just my training officer. I asked, like, five people. Like, what's your piece of advice for me, you know, for uh, since I'm just starting off? And you think people would say, like, you know, watch your back, make sure your gun's clean, you know, do this. Every single one of them was like, don't get married. You're going to get divorced, and you're going to have a girlfriend, and then you're going to, like, have to pay, like... I was like, I don't want to hear this. I have a serious relationship going on right now, you know? Right. Even though we ended up breaking up. The whole reason up. I took this job. <laughs> yeah, right? right. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, the first week, I, like I said, I saw like three dead people. And and I was like, this is not, you know, like trying to bust people on doing California rolls and all this dumb stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to do this for and then after I graduated, it went from 20 years to 30 years. So I'm like, that was really the kind of the nail in the coffin there. Mm, I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so That's I quit. Why. And then I uh, ended up bartending in that same area that I was a police officer in like a couple years later. <laughs> wow. That was some really good times. But yeah. You've lived a life. That is yeah, intense. Right? Yeah. I've done a couple things here and there. Yeah, that's, I'm thinking like, man, we boring, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that's a whole, yeah. That's a whole like sitcom. You know what I mean? <laughs> like airing Thursdays at 8 p.m. Right. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central P- Pacific, whatever the time difference is. Um, you know. And so just to give you a timeline, 2011, I left California. I moved to Omaha. I lived in Omaha for six months. What takes you to Omaha? That's my question. Really? So, like, like what? What am I, what am I really? How you get to? Oh, you leave LA and be like, I'm going to Omaha. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't. I really, Hell, really. Hell yeah, Nebraska gets them. <laughs> my uh, really, really, really good friend uh, that I met in. The restaurant where I was working at. She's from Omaha, hmm. so it's not one of those. We are like strictly. I'm strictly. just hearing a lot of women in your stories. That's all. Go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so every every Christmas, you're like, you should come to Omaha for you know everybody would love to meet you and blah 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 blah. I'm like, nah, I'm not going over there. And then once I that's the appropriate response. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So so far I'm with you. Right. 
And then once I decided to actually leave California, I was like, you know what, I'll go. So I moved to Omaha and I stayed with her family for about six months while I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. While I was in Omaha, uh, one of her family members told me I should apply for the railroad uh, because I like traveling and all that stuff. So I applied, but Union Pacific was only hiring in Kansas or... Oklahoma. Okay. I know I didn't want to live in Kansas, so I was like, I'll just apply for the Oklahoma position. I got that. So then I moved to, so then I got hired in Oklahoma. Uh, first couple of days in class, the instructor was like, You're from Los Angeles and you live here now? And, and I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Well, this is the same hub as uh, Texas. So if you wanted to, you could actually go down to DFW Dallas Fort Worth area. So I was like, Okay, I'll do that. So then I moved from Oklahoma to Texas, worked in Texas for four years, quit that, moved to Seattle. I was in Seattle for a year and a half, and then I got tired of living in the van. So I took an independent contracting job as a conductor to make more money because I was running out of money. And I did that in Montana. So then I moved to Montana for a year and a half, got done with that last December, Spent all of January of this year in New York, and now I'm here in Philadelphia. And that was like the past nine years. No. I've done I, we nothing. just went, we were there with you just now. All of us are exhausted for you. That's a lot. It is a lot. Now that I said it out loud, I'm like, dang. Yeah, it's a whole lot. So now that you've. Before all this, right? Before the saga of Jonathan, had you been on the East Coast? I have not. So this so, is your first time well, on the east I, side. I've driven to Maine before. Okay. And then like Chick hit a lot of from California? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> it was a nice drive. But so I like living. No, no. The longest drive out. possible. The, yeah, right. Atlantic City is a cool. nice drive. Lancaster is a nice drive. <laughs> These are about one hour distances. <laughs> California <laughs> to Maine <laughs> is, a, is, a, is, a, is a whole other thing. That's a hike. That's but see, a, but see <laughs> I, like, I like traveling though. So it, it was nice to, to drive clear across the country. You know, but I I like living in different places. That's why I've kind of lived all over the place. But the East Coast was one place that I haven't lived yet that I wanted to live. So I picked Philadelphia because I realized it was kind of like in the hub of everything. It was either here or Baltimore, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I felt like uh, Philly was closer to like New York and all those other places. So I picked here, and that's why I'm here. Yeah, and it's also the greatest city on earth. Easy, debatable. <laughs> Whoa, it's all right. <laughs> wow! Wow! And yet, and yet, and yet, where did y'all end up though? Like, because I, I love Philly, but as some as an outsider, I see the truth. Mm. So y'all are right. The but truth I, is, you live here, and your business is here, <laughs> and your friends are here, I know, and I your leave. life is here. So that's the truth for the time. <laughs> for being. now, exactly. Thank mm. you. Mm. I got plans. So, okay. Um, you, hmm, I've got. I've got. Where do I even freaking start? All the questions. If you had to pick a favorite place, you know, and don't feel threatened by the fact that we're all, you know, mostly from here and can't thump. Somebody. Well, he's just got to Philadelphia. Yeah, this is so my, it's like, first, like literally my third day here. Third day. Yeah. All oh, right. Wow. So cool, 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 cool. Um, out of all of those places, what is the 
what is your your favorite place? Like had the most the, the best experience, favorite experiences, and what are the like like what place had the lowest experiences, or was it even a place? Was it somewhere in between? Was it in the travel? Was it did you have car trouble? I worry about that kind of stuff. Like it's one thing to drive across country, but. To be black and have car trouble, that's scary. Right. Especially it's stuck like, in like Oakland. Yeah, because it's like, can I, like, can I stop here? Yeah. I mean, and there you are places. You have a green book. Like, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Baltimore, but there are places in Maryland that's like, don't stop. <laughs> Just keep going. The car smoking. Keep going. Oh, we'll, well make it. When I bought my van to drive from Texas to Seattle, it was such a last minute thing that I decided to do. I bought a van for... 500 bucks and paid an extra $300 for him to fix some of the things there. So I drove up there in an $800 20 plus year old van. Yeah, I'm about to say, it's gotta be old. Yeah, made it up to Seattle for about three months. Yeah, well, about four or five months, and then I blew a head gasket, which would have oh, cost geez. like $3,000 yeah. to yep. fix, you know. Yep. So this was my first summer. This was my first summer in Seattle. I was trying to go through this like very scenic area, which is very mountainous. Blew a head gasket. Oh no! Had to turn around and somehow make it all the way back uh, to park it somewhere so I could be close to the job I had, which I had to stop every you know two miles to put water in it because it was just one of those things. So I made it to a parking garage that was literally right behind where I worked and lived out of that parking garage, out of the van for three months while I saved to buy another van. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was my yeah, that was my first summer in, in Seattle. And at no point you were like, you know what? Maybe Oh yeah, there was that point. Clang, clang yeah. with the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> ring, like, ring, ring. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, seriously. I I was on the bus going to a laundromat to do my laundry, you know. And I'm like, ah, this is why am I doing this mm-hmm. again? So I and like, there was a whole lot of stuff happening. I ordered that Man of Steel suit, you know, and I ordered it March 2017. I didn't get it till October, so that was one whole thing. Yeah, you know, they like, take a minute. When they're well, I mean, it was supposed to take like four to six weeks. And just wow. one thing after another. It took seven flipping months, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. Second thing was, uh, you know, just getting antsy and patient, learning, like, you know. Uh, then the third thing was being stuck my first summer there. I I was washing dishes, so there was that. And then I had to get another job. I got a, found a job busing at Lucky Strike in at a Bellevue to do that at night so I could save up money, you know, because... The conductor job I made a hundred thousand my first year, and I just quit that. So I still have all my credit card bills, all you know, everything, trying to make it off of dishwasher salary. You know what I mean? So there's like this whole that was that whole thing, getting stressed out. So I was on a bus and I applied for uh, American Airlines to be like a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could do this and try to kid myself into thinking, but it would have just put me in the same position as to not having enough time to do what I want. So I had to snap out of that and just learn to deal with it but yeah there's definitely that was one of those times when i was like i'm i'm done with this i'm on the bus with my clothes to go to a laundromat to go back to my van in the pitch dark parking garage you know what i mean right so i mean that's a quintessential conundrum for anybody that's creative living in a capitalistic society how much energy ought I to devote to my creative passions, whatever they may be, how much energy ought I to devote to my career if it's not the same thing? And I think the essential squat struggle for all of us is 
finding that balance, what works for us. Okay, well, if I stop doing this creatively, I'll be able to make enough money to fund my creative stuff if and when I have time to do it. Right. Um, or because we don't reward you know, creativity per se as a, as a society, like, okay, I'm going to double down and I'm going to focus on this, on this photo series. I'm going to focus on this book. I'm going to focus on this painting and worry about how I'm going to feed myself every day. I'm going to keep these right. lights on. And it's like, it's incredible to interact with people who make that choice. Um, the, I guess my biggest question is like, what, where do you see the the end result being? Like, what is your definitive? Do you have like a okay? Well, I'm gonna invest this amount of time. I'm gonna do this many things, and if it ain't hitting, it ain't hitting. Back on the rails I go. Or are you building towards something else? I'm, we're all like, we need all of your life story. Uh, well, like, I, I mean, need like, everything. I think, I think in a in a in a grand scheme of things, it's just trying to be happy with what I'm doing now. I might not ever make money doing this, you know. But deciding to actually live a life to where I can um, make photos and do the art that I want to do is is what's making me think it's worth it. And this is like why I decided to do that job. Like I, once I decided to kind of start making money again from Seattle, I was like, I need to quit this dishwashing job. And I, I spent like a whole hour because I didn't put all my other stuff on my resumes because after I learned, like, the person that hired me at the dishwashing place, he was like, you were just a conductor, now you want to do this for, you know, like, pennies? Mm. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about that. So I took that all that off of my profile, and then I decided to put it back on, and literally, I was like, I need to get out of debt, I need to, you know, I want to buy new equipment, buy another suit, all this stuff, and literally the next day, uh, this company called me, like, hey, we're looking for people that are conductors, because there's a company in Montana uh, that has a year and a half contract. So I'm thinking, like, cool, Glacier Park, you know, Yosemite is part in Montana. And he's like, no, it's eastern Montana. It's about 10 miles away from North Dakota. So I was like, oh, oh fun. Yeah. So I was like, uh, so okay. many things going on there. Their last census, there was like 5,000 people in this town. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> That's lit. The year and a half I was there, they put in a Burger King and a Domino's. That Boy. Oh man! I bet that was it. Yeah. It was an we old mat now. Yeah. The line was around the block of Domino's. We but need more pepperoni. Going back to what you were talking about, it's like I had to decide. I was starting to build up momentum in Seattle from this whole Seattle Superman thing. Yeah, and I could have just kept sticking out there, or I was like, I could actually get out of this van. So, because this contract, like they they took care of everything, you know, so that was going to be a lot of money for me. It was like I could get out of debt, I could get some new stuff and some new toys, and drone, this, this, and that. The only bad part of that was that I would have to go live in the middle of nowhere for a year and a half, you know. So I decided to do that, and which is great because I did end up paying like four credit cards off and yeah, did a bunch stack. of stuff and saved up a bunch of money. I mean, I I haven't had to work or worry about money yet and I just spent a whole month in New York City, you know, Woo! off of right. the money that I was saving up for the past year and a half. Until then, that I, was a lot of know. money then. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so now Were it's just trying to figure out what, yeah, they, they are, figure out what I want to do going forward to try to um, keep the momentum rolling now that I'm back in civilization. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, I need to hit up, go to Philly and do a bunch of stuff here. I'm here with you folks now, which I'm greatly appreciative that this worked out, but uh, it's just 
seeing how far this is gonna go. Cool. D- ooh, go ahead. So, so with all the the traveling and everything that you've done with it, just being all across America, do you ever think about trying to go international with this? Yeah, I mean, I have I have taken this suit to London before. I went there, um, and then That's dope. say what? <laughs> how long ago was that? That was 2017. So I got the suit in 2017, and then I had an opportunity to go with uh, my buddy to England. So I literally just like, I was still in a van at that time. Then I was like, I'll just park somewhere and then like take a lift to the airport and go there for a week. And uh, so I only had the suit for probably not even a month, and then I, I took it. So that was the first time I did that. Yes. And that worked out. Yeah, that got worked to out get pretty well. The pond. But I. I spent the last year and a half in Montana in a hotel room that the company paid for, but they let me keep all the points. So now I have like a nice. year and a half worth oh, of points that I could use that's dope. You know, anywhere. So I'm like, next Travel year, I want to go joint, overseas somewhere. You know. but yeah. Travel points. Oh, that is crazy. Oh. Would you ever um, consider like having an extended stay? Like, I don't know if you, on a tourist visa, I think you can stay six months. Or something like that. Would you ever do that? I mean, yeah. especially since you're so prone to travel. Oh, I travel. totally would, yeah. yeah. I, it's like one of my... After after living on the East Coast, the next goal I have is to live in England for a little bit of time. Like six months to a year. Or try to get like some type of visa over there. Because London is probably my favorite city I've been to so far overseas. London's dope. London? London's London. so dope. Would, would London be your metropolis? Like your end-all, be-all? Like when it's all said and done, you're going to make it home? No, it's too expensive over there. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. he seemed like a Rolling Stone to me. Like, I don't think he'll ever be satisfied anywhere. Like, do you think you'll be traveling like forever, or do you think you'll find a place to retire and then go back to one of these places you've been to before? Uh, eventually, I would like to have like a hub, I guess, or I guess I or should like a home, use like, like a house. Yeah, because I, I do like like exactly Fortune to saw, dude. I do like arts and craftsy type things and making stuff. It's hard to do that in a van or like just out of other people's houses. So I, I would like to have some place as, you know, like I have stuff in storage. I have stuff somewhere here. I have stuff over there. You know, like I still have all this. Like all over the country? Like you have little caches of property <laughs> and this state and that state and this garage. Yeah, well, when I left, when I left Texas, I got rid of everything and everything that I fit in the van. I that's all you that, kept. Yeah, that's all I had. So I put all that stuff into storage in Seattle. But then the last year and a half in Montana, I acquired more stuff too, and now that's here. So I have you know just stuff on both ends, and it would be nice to just put everything somewhere. I just haven't really found that somewhere, somewhere yet. Yeah. Okay, so you're looking for that somewhere. Yeah. That's je ne sais quoi. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Didn't like they that. just build an extra room at a Malcolm? <laughs> I'm just saying. He's literally Kane. He walks the earth <laughs> and has right. adventures. Yeah, right? He, I love that. That's exactly what he does. All right, we're going to continue. follow the wind. We're going to continue with Jonathan, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get into the whole Superman aspect of it all. But first... You're listening to WPPMLP Philadelphia. We have a brand new segment that we're going to introduce. But first, we're going to go to that new segment that I was just telling you about. <laughs> it's a great new segment. Oh, <laughs> Something about worst case scenarios, right? Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's where we're going. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the worst case scenario here on Black Tribbles where the bad Tribble asks out to the Tribbles. We need, we need your solutions to this worst case scenario. I'm going to, in honor of our dual supermen here that we have in the building, I'm going to ask... And we'll we'll end with the super guy with the super guys, so y'all can you know plot super meditate. Why don't you? We'll start with uh, the storm triple. Um, this is the same question for everybody. Storm triple. Yes. Can you tell me how to wrestle an alligator? Ooh. Well, first things first. Um, the ideal position is to come up behind it with the with his mouth pointing away from you, mm-hmm. and to position your knees so that they sit on the top of its like shoulder joint with your belt or a rope or something to close its mouth. Once you secure its mouth, um, it can obviously that's the dangerous part, but also securing its its haunches there prevent it from doing that death roll there and getting you caught up into it and drowning underwater. That's the best way to, to, to wrestle an alligator? Wrestle it, yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah. You gotta hold it. You gotta close its mouth, whether it's with the belt or if you're strong enough to hold it with your arms. Which I'm you're not. probably not. <laughs> I'm not, you know what I mean? Some people, John Cena, because, you know, you can't see him. <laughs> he wouldn't, the alligator wouldn't even get to him. Um, would, uh, Vin Diesel can, because, you know, he can deadlift a car, so he right. clearly... How would you handle it, Matt? Um... Pretty much like that. You just make sure he's facing away from you. You got to circle behind him. Uh, watch the tail. You jump on him. Just make sure you control the head. And then once you got it shut, you just, like, tape it up or something. Is that right, Isaiah? Because all the bite force is closing. They don't have any force to open. So right. you can hold it shut with, like, two fingers. Now, see, I'd, I'd, after doing all that, I'll probably be, like, a dirty wrestler. I'm going to make sure I ga- like gouge an eye out, too. Look, I'm trying. Look, this is for survival. Yeah, but you only wrestling. It didn't say right. We not. This is worst case scenario. My mind's on survival, so I'm taking an eye out just in case. But it does say Isaiah just wants some gators. That's what he doing. If it's it's subduing an alligator, oh, you beat it with a rock. But you know, we're wrestling. (laughs) We're wrestling the alligator, Isaiah. That's restraining. You gonna thumb an eye out? This ain't actual wrestling. You are not actually John Cena. He was like, "Damn, I get a wrench." (laughs) Yeah, right. Tables, there's your chairs. You gotta put your chin in his eye socket so the stubble cuts him up real good. Right. And you can't tell you're doing nothing. You're just like, however. What? What? See, see, I see where you're going here because if you're wrestling an alligator, like, it's not like you're gonna, you know, pin it for three seconds and the gator's like, all right, I'm good. You win. Like, no, you have to, the only way to, to wrestle an alligator and win is either subdue it, like, beat it into unconsciousness, or kill it. Otherwise, it's going to kill you. If you secure, They're alligators. If you secure their mouths, though, they can't really hurt you. The hard part about wrestling an alligator is where it's happening. Just the mouth. Well, yeah, if it's happening in the water. If it's in the water, it. you, know, don't, you know. You know, don't do the water. <laughs> yeah. Be on land. But if you have don't any, go in the water. if you have any kind of footing. Right, if if the water's at a, at a level that you still can like have no go- no water, do no, not engage in water. Stay your butt on land. Okay, if but is in water, you get out. But we're th- talking worst case scenario, right? Worst case scenario is that not scenario I'm on had the no shore. water in it. Right. If you went to water, you dead. Len has this, that's, that's this smirk on his face, like he knows the actual answer, and he can't wait. Yeah, I would just. Ariel, well, how would you how would you <laughs> wrestle an alligator? 
She I mean, she out dancing. Until he dies of exhaustion. He was like, oh my God, my heart. She would just exhaust him. Yes, she would out dance him. Dancing, dancing. Well, I was going to say, I would pretty much do the same thing as you all, but perhaps after I secured his mouth, I would dance upon it. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Jonathan. You were going to say what you would do. I wouldn't. <laughs> you like, he was like, that's, that's what the that's, ice vision's for. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's like, I'm in the van. <laughs> right. Gator can't get me. <laughs> he said, um, I'll be in Montana. <laughs> There's no gators in Montana. I'm good. Right, right. Nope. Uh, actually, actually, you're pretty much on point. The only thing that you all miss, um, two aspects. One, about hugging the, t- uh, the alligator as tightly as you can. You do that because holding it as tightly as you can, it can't breathe. Mm. And then it will eventually pass out. Now, it doesn't say how long. Yeah. So you yeah. may. But considering they so can you swim, put an alligator like, in a eye gouge, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but see, as soon as Kennedy jump on his back and them thighs get to squeezing, yo, belt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's pretty much true. He's <laughs> like, a python ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> constrictor. Constrictor. Huh. <laughs> exactly. I, and I, you see she said, like, right there behind the shoulder blade, she know where the lungs is at. <laughs> she already... <laughs> I don't know whether to feel seen or attacked. <laughs> and the other thing they point out is that getting on the alligator's back, <laughs> pressing downward on the neck, um, but also... While you're doing that, covering its eyes. So you were halfway there. But why? Why the eyes? It doesn't say. It doesn't say why. But you, <laughs> alligators are scared of the okay, dark. Okay, cover, <laughs> cover, cover, cover I quit, the eyes. I quit, man. I quit. No. Do not pop him out his head. No, pop it out. Let him know who's alpha. <laughs> Thank you. Not gouge one. Here's here's where gouging might be difficult, because and the reason it's the same reason why they're probably don't like having their eyes covered at all. So gators have two layers of eyelids. So even when they're underwater and it's dark, they still have something that's there. So having two eyelids means you have to peel back two layers, two sets of things in order to pluck it out. If, if I'm gouging, I'm going to karate knife hand it through. So I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, karate I, knife. I took gouge okay. to mean sharp object. I, you don't at least have to you have a real knife if you mean it. You ain't trying to gouge Jack. If I'm, if I'm doing all of that, I'm not patting myself down for my butterfly knife. You got to know where it is at all times. <laughs> what? Why? I think, like, what just happened? I think this the most worst case ever. And that's exactly what the game are going to say. Why? How? Where did that come from? Oh, my God. It was just boom. I'm going to make a sudden. <laughs> New boots, son. <laughs> Why do you have this? Why are you like this? <laughs> I thought this was a Russell. I Where are weapons coming I, from? I, I just mistook you for a deer, okay? This is really not. I'm not even hungry anymore. You good, bro. Yeah, you good. that's funny. <laughs> At first I was like, did Lynn hand out knives? <laughs> knives? I didn't get a knife. <laughs> So note to self, Eric always has a knife. Always. At least one. You didn't know this? I don't think I did. Whoa. That was, I was not, I was like, what? There's a conflict. I, <laughs> like, there's a knife on the table. And it was already over it before she even recognized. <laughs> I, you know, I think we really did just skip something very important. That's the fact that for no reason at all, 
you know how to subdue an alligator. <laughs> like, Wait, for, like from point A to point B, no, ex the exact steps it takes to subdue an alligator. <laughs> you think this boy got stories? <laughs> Apparently, there are some things that we don't know about the storm triple because. You, you, go, you was like, well, the, the, see, the last time I had to do it, <laughs> what you have to do is, hey, like, get you with me. <laughs> okay. Right. I've never had to subdue an alligator. Right. And yet, <laughs> I mean, you know step by step. Listen, you, Eric, Eric has an arsenal. I have other skills. <laughs> Kennedy Muhammad Ali, she done wrestle with an alligator, done tussle with a whale, done handcuff lightning, <laughs> throw thunder in jail. <laughs> I like that. You can learn how to do all of those things, ladies and gentlemen, um, including how to wrestle an alligator. I think the answer may be at the Franklin Institute. Go to the Franklin Inst Institute. They teach you about the worst case scenarios. Look them up online. Check it out. All right, we are back, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> we are back on Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live, streaming on phillycamp.org slash listen. Also, you can see us on youtube.com slash Black Tribbles. We are streaming live and direct. Jonathan Bell. Yo, yo. I guess we can't call you no longer Seattle Superman. You can. Yeah. And that's, that's another argument people were trying to tell me, like, you're not over there anymore. I'm like, well, you know what? It's... It's always was something to build from. You know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's just how it how it is. So, do you think you're gonna like evolve to like America's Superman or something like that along those lines? Uh, well, In as the far future, as like possibly, brand strategy goes, you know, it was like I got to Seattle and I'm like, I'm going to be Seattle Superman. So that's why I started the whole hashtag thing and everything, and I made it happen. And now that I'm not there anymore, at the time being, it's still something I made happen that I'm proud of, which is why it's always going to stay that way. So, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So looking into the whole Superman of it all, and you were speaking about what Superman represents to you and why you choose to embrace his symbol, first and foremost. Were, were you a... I know you fell in love with like the the animated series and everything like that, um, but you know, there's a wide choices of superheroes you could have chosen. You right. know, you know. Well, I mean, also I do I do like like flight would probably be my best uh, superhero power if I could have one. That would be the power you would want. To yeah, fly. I would be because you know traveling as close as I get is like you know driving a car cross country. But if I could fly, it'd be a lot different than that. You know. But besides that, also, it's just it's just the whole aspect of trying to be a better person. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that's that was something that mainly is the whole point of Superman for me. And like, kind of inspire others the same way. Did you think you were a bad person? No, but we all people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's extremely easy. That like, I've had people just. Uh, well, okay. For instance, yesterday I came to Old City for the first time, and I was walking around around uh, lunchtime. I got hungry and I walked into the Continental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked the hostess, I'm like, do you folks have uh, wings here? And she's like, no. And a guy was like literally paying his tab and looked up and saw me. He's like, oh, uh, I'm going to go. I'll show you where this bar is and they have really good wings. If you want to go over there, I'm going to head over there now. I'm like, yeah, okay. So he's just like, 
we start I take it you walking. had the suit on. I did have the suit on. So uh, we start walking, and he's like, hey, I got to ask, man, like, why are you wearing this thing? And I'm like, you know, it's just people, like, people, it, I like, uh, you know, it's kind of like a reminder to just kind of, you know, Superman. That's it. And I couldn't really explain it to him because I was just like, I'm hungry. I just want to get something to eat, you know? <laughs> but so we start walking, and then, like, literally uh, from the Continental over to... I forget what name of this bar is that we went to, but it was like two blocks. Mm-hmm. People are honking their horns. Policemen are like honking and like, you know, thumbs up. Superman! And, yeah, people are walking by us and smiling at me. And he's like, man, this is probably why you wear this. He was just like, oh, dang, this is like, wow. Yeah, I'm going to walk yeah. with you the whole and way to the bar two block walk, now. he got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I was just like, uh, it, his face like totally was like, okay, now I see. I'm like, yeah, because people like, you just, it just, really brings out something in people to see to see that so randomly you know what i mean it's just kind of like a reminder to just i don't know kind of just be better i guess you know what i mean not everybody not everybody exactly not everybody responds that same way but the people that do understand and that's that's the whole point do you ever get any like negative reactions oh of course yeah people people it's like what you doing man you ain't halloween uh, yeah, I mean, like people think they're funny all the time, and that's, <laughs> yes, <they do. laughs> and that's that's the other thing too about like, um, you know, my eyes really give away when I'm not easily amused with people. So, like, I've there are a lot of times where I wear the suit and I have to be like, you know, I I really shouldn't be a jerk to these people that think they're like so dang funny, but in an effort to try to handle situations differently i could do things a different way you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh but yeah it does happen but not nearly as much as people that would like you know just look up and smile or you know give me a yeah. high five out of the blue or like just honk their horn and be like hey yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean because right. it is pretty random to see that very very random were you into the comics at all or i just- was so my favorite i think storyline would have to be uh would be well birthrights one but then like there's this line where there's this comic book series where he actually walks across the united states oh yeah what was that called um that was a uh, oh goodness. the Jay- straczynski one mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's called like american something or <sighs> grounded yeah it's called grounded, grounded. yeah it was yeah. called grounded yeah that was that was uh <laughs> yeah so i really love thanks that for one clearing too. that up lynn <laughs> You're welcome. We weren't always, sure. Always on point. We weren't sure after Randy said it. We were still like, eh. I don't know. Randy doesn't really know <laughs> anything know. about <laughs> Superman comics. Let me make sure Len is on the same page. But the reason why that one is so important to me is because like, he literally just kind of walks across the United States and helps people without his like superpower, so to speak, by just right. being like a decent human being. You know what I mean? And that's something that kind of want to gravitate to more also you know because you just never know with with people sometimes yeah because i would imagine that when you're in that restaurant and you're asking about wings and you know no they don't serve wings you in jeans and a t-shirt that guy looks at you he's not moved to take you like hey let me walk you to this other bar right but no you're you're superman he's like Superman wants wings. I'm going to show him some wings. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, good wings over here, Superman. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's just like, a, you know, you just talk to so many different people. And, I mean, it doesn't even have to be as much as, like, wearing a Superman suit. Guarantee, like, anybody in this room now, if you just do, like, one little thing out of the ordinary, that people will just ask and grab. And, like, you just have 
random conversations out of nowhere because people do still like to connect with other people. I believe so. As much as people want to hate on like, you know, smartphones and social media and this, this and that, there's still people like to connect with people in yes. real life. You know, it's what I would like to believe. And something as much as like a Superman suit just kind of brings that out. So it could be anything from that to the type of glasses you're wearing to your outfit. You know what I mean? This has to be touching your heart, Randy. I'm not crying. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so, since you read the comics, are what's your favorite villain in Superman's universe? And what's your... And by favorite, I mean like, oh, this look at this guy. And, and least favorite being like the one you love to hate the most. Uh, I actually don't really like Superman villains. I think they're kind of on the lame, boring side. Lobo would probably be my favorite one and that's just kind of gravitated because he's the main man (laughs) and then yeah it would probably be Lobo would be my favorite and then like the least uh, I don't know like Lex is so played out all the time but I would probably have to say that I'm more of like a Batman villain person like I I generally prefer Batman's villains over Superman ones Lex, Lex is almost his sidekick at that point. That's a th- there's a story there. Like Superman enjoys dealing with Batman's villains so much that he kind of like chills in Gotham overnight. And <laughs> Bats is like, "What are you doing here, bro? Like you have your whole other city. Like go home." And he's like, "Ah, <laughs> figured I pack up the van." That's what. That's like one <laughs> aspect I really liked in Hush when he was over there with like uh, and Poison Ivy like controls him and everything. I'm like, yeah. this is pretty, you know, cool, but. That won't happen in in Metropolis because there's nobody cool enough over there for that. You know, like Livewire was another good one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but she was awesome on the animated series. Yeah, yeah. And that, shout out to Lori good. Petty, yeah. making everything amazing. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, like, yes, yeah, so Lobo and Livewire from the animated series are probably the two that that kind of was like, um, yeah, those are my Superman villains, and also. Um, uh, Bizarro is another good one too, you know. But that's kind of like a misunderstood character, also. But I'm more of a Batman fan of villains. My mind is blown on grounded because at that run, like if you read it, at it was the same as uh, for tomorrow because it took so long to come out. Like people were like, "I hate this," and it got panned critically, and like. It's a DC it, Comics way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of that was because uh, who was doing that? Straczynski and oh, who started doing that with him? John Cassidy did some of that. And they were just taking forever to do it. So there were a bunch of fill-in issues in between and so on and so forth. And they got they killed it. And the fact that that story really stuck with you, like that that's that's something because it took forever to come out. Just Just on that standpoint. You know, it, it got, is that why you don't like it? No, I loved ground. I loved grounded. I thought grounded was fantastic, and just the, just the idea of it. He was like, "Is this? Am I doing this right?" You know, there was something that happened in the beginning, and he just like, I, I, "I don't, I don't know if this is right." The way I've been doing this, and so he just checked him, just landed, and just started walking. <clears throat> and it was it was amazing. Like, you know, he had you know met up with different characters a bunch of the, you know throughout the whole thing, and. Like Flash came through and met him, and you know, just all this stuff just sort of happened, and he was just kind of walking. He was in Philly for a little bit, um, and he saved this kid from his abusive dad, and just all this just random cool stuff. 
from just like literally just trying to be a, a human being, you know? Yeah. So it just kind of gives you that whole element of all it takes is is to just like care about your fellow human being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, so you and just, just to know. want to, just to want to do that, you know, mm-hmm. right? That's cool. That that is that is saying something, and to you know, not only want to live by that, but to embrace it in such a way that that is now your life. That is that's a bold step. That's putting your money where your mouth is. So I gotta ask, like, as a as a black dude, right? Do you have you ever have you gotten that from? from other black people like really like superman like that sort of look on your face on their like face why superman? like why superman yeah i mean sometimes yeah but also because i get people that yeah but oh, people yeah. don't people don't i don't know if it's just how i look but people don't generally mess with me at all you know well I mean? not mess Whoa. with but me. not I'm but they don't mess, mess or like just say anything or like because i think they could just tell by how i look and how tall i am and that i'm actually doing it they just don't go with that whole like I'm gonna make fun of you look kind of thing. You right, know what I mean? Like right. people generally just don't do that. And some people do, you know, but mm-hmm. they'll like across the street from afar. Yeah. Away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just in case he really is from Krypton, let me stand over here and pop this mess. <laughs> yeah. but you like, got that uh, green rock I gave you, baby. <laughs> yeah. You do. All right. Hey. I like your suit. Dang, it did not work out the way. I thought, but you know, it's it's uh, like when I went to London and it, like people would just say like, "Hey, Superman!" Like nobody, like there are only few people that actually say like "Black Superman." Mm, yeah, people normally would just say "Superman", Superman. Yeah. or "Spider Man," which always is just like what? I think, oh, and they were trying to be funny. No, like some people, are, but no, generally they're just like they see superhero they guy. Yes, and they you're the like, guy. Spider-Man, Superman. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's you're the star, <laughs> Starman, right? <laughs> But yeah, people wow. don't usually. It's it's mainly just the Superman thing. To answer your question, I don't really Dope. get a, like a lot of like, uh, oh, Black Superman. It's more like a hey, Superman stuff like that. Dope. Have you ever gone through the hood in the suit? Because uh, no, no, no offense, but all the places you've here? described, just in general, all the places you've described sound awfully uh, monochromatic. I think I, I've been in in some. Did you go to Compton? Is the question. <laughs> Where are you in Oakland? Like, uh, no, I haven't actually brought it over there to like Los Angeles as much. No, but yeah, all the places that I've I've been to so far. Like I was telling them earlier, in the outside I was driving around trying to find like photo ops, and I don't even remember the name of the city I was in. But like some areas I probably would just not want to only because I usually try to take photos of myself and if I I do a lot of self-portraits so it would require me to leave my camera somewhere to take a photo and then walk away and at the risk of like not having to chase after somebody right. yeah, you, don't want, you don't want to do that like in Chester you don't <laughs> no. want to no. you don't want to do that you ain't catching nobody either <laughs> yeah. it's a wrap it's yeah. a wrap it's gone. Like, did he turn Out. into dust <laughs> Barry is that you yeah yeah, yeah. meet the flash in the <laughs> right cats is going straight lube man with your camera <laughs> right into the sewer that was such a great show though wasn't it <laughs> it was a great show uh, that's all I want from that show is a the is a, is a, is a lube the man. sensational lube man. <laughs> just just six weeks. That's all I want. 
like a like a six issue mini series. Just a six week lube man show. That's it. That's all I need. I would, I would do the rest of it. It was cool. Lube man. It's just it's it's like a, a series of shorts of him getting out of tight situations. <laughs> Some of it is like action packed, right? Some of it is conversational. Yeah, it's like baby, like, who, whose bobby pin is this? What you mean, babe? This is a blonde bobby pin. I'm a brunette. Whoop. <laughs> like an episode, an episode starts and somebody's just going to the mailbox. He just climbs out the mailbox. And like, what? No, what? This is a close one. And he's out. That's it. Credits. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's an episode. Just he just dips out the mailbox and bounce. Boop. <laughs> that's the noise it makes every time, though. I mean, it's just a minute of that person just standing there like, just, did that man just... Have you found yourself... lubed up mail. You know, you, you know because now you, you know, you're walking the earth as, as Superman. Do you find yourself... Um, have you found yourself in a situation where you are literally Superman having a rescue? Have you gotten a cat out of a tree? No, but I mean, like, I hate cats, so I'd probably leave it up there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, Superman. Just laugh. <laughs> wow, Superman, that was pretty, pretty harsh and direct. <laughs> he tries to be better, okay? <laughs> he doesn't land every day. It's a continual goal, perpetual. Uh, but no, nothing nothing like that. It's it's No, I haven't had that type of situation. Ever, like, help somebody across the street, anything like that? Well, yeah, stuff like that, I'll just... Yeah, I've done that in Seattle a couple times, and or like lift something see, heavy while in the suit. Right, but see, like this is stuff that I would do naturally for people anyway. Right, you know what I mean. Right, but right. it's it's it happens a lot more in the suit because people find me more trustworthy in it. You yes. know what I mean? Like if I'm going shopping or it's something, and like somebody is, uh. You know, like struggling with a bunch of bags or something. I'm like, oh, I'll carry that. I'll help you carry it out. And then I was like, but just oh, like this, it would be like, no. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like that makes it, perfect sense, though. If I'm wearing a suit, I don't expect I could... Superman to rob me, right? And if so, I'm calling the cops. Like it was Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? But yeah, no, but no, no, right. no. The right. Seattle Superman. There's yeah, a specific Seattle. one. <laughs> Because the suit basically is like it's a platform. You know, it like right. it's, it doesn't change who I am. Like I, I'm still always gonna be me. But it just puts more people at ease to show who I am as a person. You know what I mean? So people are more susceptible to offer, I mean, to not offer, to receive help from me if I'm like, you know, if they're trying to reach for something in a supermarket or if they're trying to load something into a car and they can't. If they see me dressed like this, you know, nine times out of ten, they're just like, uh, yeah, no, we're cool, thanks. But, you know, if I'm just walk up in the suit, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, thanks. You're not going to do anything to me. You're, you know, you're wearing this bright freaking colors and nobody's gonna you know what i mean so it's just funny to see the the two odds and ends of that you know that's that's interesting because that's one of the things that um i think christopher reeve embraces but you know just thinking more recently i've heard chris evans talk about how how he kind of has subtly found himself kind of like changing his life and his point of view and everything because so many people look at him and see him as Captain America, you know, and whatever Captain America may represent to whomever, he doesn't want to let that down, you know? So when he 
when people meet him, he understands they're no longer meeting Chris Evans, like the actor from, you know, uh, Snowpiercer or whatever movie. Fantastic Four? I was about to say, whatever any whatever other movie he's done, like, ever. Right, right, right. Well, they certainly American aren't seeing pie. the human did he, torch. Did he do anything before? <laughs> right, they only, all they see is... his first role? <laughs> they're only seeing Captain America, and he yeah. and he wants to be true to that. And and that's a story as old as time. Like, Randy couldn't even rep for this because that was the whole story of George Reeves, yeah. their original Superman from the 50s TV show. Um, and he was someone who was trying to run away from that yeah. a little bit, you know? But uh, to actually try and embrace that and embrace, you know, that being that person, that's that's pretty dope. And that's, uh, you're a good guy, John. Well, I try. But besides that, it's, I want to be myself. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I recently quit smoking. I'd smoked for a while. I still drink a lot of alcohol, probably more than I should. But I swear a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's also like, it's like the whole Listerine. thing is like people. And this is like another reason why I want to do it, because people are so, I feel, afraid to be themselves with judgment. And I just got to thank my parents for how they raised us, because they kind of raised us to have this larger than life attitude. Right. So this is why it's so easy for me to walk around in the suit no matter what happens because I'm like, I, you know, you look at sometimes I'll see pictures of myself like in a crowd of people standing. I'm like, man, I really am wearing that out in public like this, like on a Tuesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm just that confident with how I am. And I, I thank my parents for that a lot. And so this is another reason why, like I when I put on a suit or like on social media, I don't hide or don't try to hide the aspects of myself that people would find unfavorable to what Superman does. Okay. It's me still trying to be myself to let people know, like, hey, if I could do this stuff and not be, like, ashamed or, like, you know, how I am, then maybe so can you. If I'm, like, 6'2 with dreads and a black dude that's wearing, like, a Superman suit out in public... Maybe whatever you want to do that you think you could get ridiculed for wouldn't be as bad because I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Or like people that want to hide aspects of their personality or their traits because they think they're going to get made fun of or like um, disappoint somebody. And it's really causing them to live not such a great life because they're so worried about what other people think. That's why I don't like try to hide like people... People, I put on my stories and Instagram and stuff all the time, like dating stuff or like stuff with alcohol or things that I think about because I do like to write a lot too. So it's like two different sides there because I want to kind of be an example that way to like if I could do this stuff and you see like not the worst ramifications or repercussions of stuff, you know, like you're still gonna you still can get through certain things, you know, from regardless yeah. of not doing stuff solely based on what other people might think of you, if that makes any sense at all. That makes perfect sense. Perfect sense to me. You rep for your 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 folks, what, uh, your parents. What did they do? What, what type of people were they? They are... Or are they? I'm sorry. Yeah. They, uh, we were raised pretty Christian, so I think that's also why I kind we, of... We, how many siblings? Three. Okay. So uh, we're all homeschooled. Well, my my older brother was in first grade, and then my mom pulled him out, and she homeschooled all all of us. So wow. I've never been to. I was homeschooled K through twelve. Wow! And then, uh, wow! Yeah. So like the Christianity part too, and I think that's also 
one of the reasons why gravitating more towards like the whole Superman aspect because mm-hmm. it's like there's like just a whole... trying to be you know like an example you know what I mean so that's a lot where that comes from as well what do your siblings do do they like are they are like nine to five people or are they creatives they they're creatives too I mean like we yeah we all we all have our uh, our lane yeah we all have our lane we're all like kind of my sister manages she like manages restaurants in in Los Angeles uh, my brother he's a I think he's a pastor now and in, in California somewhere my older brother he does photography also and he's plays instruments and everything too so we've kind of all over the map in our own creative ways and, nice. and how do they feel are they accepting of you and your your uh clark the past lifestyle choices <laughs> clark oh, yeah. They, they, yeah they they totally and, and that's another thing too is that i was really blessed with my parents that way because they they never gave me any grief about what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people don't have it that easily. I'm, I'm really thankful that at but no, I'm going to go move to my my mother especially. She's never really given me never really never ever given me grief about like not being close to her and you know like you're going to go living close. Right. Okay. Uh well we're really close but not like living close. Um all the different career changes and things I've done, she's always been supportive of what I wanted to do because she she knew that she raised us to be different. So I guess this is our way of expressing how different we are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, she's pretty much getting what she wanted. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's cool. Well, you know what? I don't want us to rush through things. So I want you to join the Triple Nation. Oh, well, thank you. I will be happy to accept, but what? (laughs) Side (laughs) eye. That's the thing. Side eye. So it contains a dark room and all of us, (laughs) one at a time. Blindfolds and red uh, sun. In a red sun. (laughs) Uh, But to do so, you have to come up with a triple designation that kind of speaks to where you you geek. Now, super triple is taken. I'll go with alien. Alien triple? Mm Mm-hmm. Do, uh, Dante is checking the role. We don't have an alien tri- now. Why alien triple? Yo. Okay. <laughs> as uh, as he is now, he has removed his clothes, and well, no, I guess on YouTube. Uh, so so you got a the the tattoo of an alien. Yeah. To me, it's just uh, it's just a way to it's just being different and not. Ashamed to be different. Do you feel like you're an alien? Sometimes, depending on the city, you know. I mean, I guess it, it it's also more of like a do things differently kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, so, the definition of alien is different, right? Not right. not local in any way, foreign in some some capacities. I imagine. Yeah, that's so probably that's, applicable. Yeah. I like it. All so, right. So yeah, so I would. Uh, do that one. All right, then the alien triple, but it's not official because first you have to take the triple oath of allegiance that was created by the master triple, E. Mac, the man over to your left. So without any further ado, E. Mac, take it away. Don't mind if I do. <clears throat> all right, so all you have to do is repeat after me. It's a fairly painless procedure. And then there's a collection of bodily fluids afterwards. We'll worry about that later. 
Mm. Right now, you're just reciting. I am a triple furry. I am a triple true. I'm a triple furry. All right. I'm. (laughs) Yes. It's just uh, triples are like these little furry balls that you know populate over time. They just asexually reproduce. It's not. It's not the other thing. It's not being a furry. Oh, okay. I mean, but if you were, that's cool. <laughs> everyone, everyone has the same reaction. But I love how you think like we're all furries in here. He was like, huh? No judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Uh, I just wasn't. You didn't uh, feel. You know, uh, you, just, you guys didn't vibe that way. But all right. I, I, I see none of us wore our suits. Okay. <laughs> Different suit. Got it. All right, let me say that again. I already sure. lost it. No problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it from the top. Because just like Obama's speech, Obama's oath, you want it official and uninterrupted. Yes. I am a triple furry. I am a triple true. I am a triple furry. I am a triple true. From the way I roll to the way I coo. From the way I roll to the way I cue. So shall it be said, so shall it be done. Yes. Welcome, Alien Triple, yes. to the nation. Stand and be counted. Yeah, you are one with the nation. We do need a blood and semen sample. One vial mixed together, please. Ooh. All right. <laughs> cool. It's like my kind of triple. It's Thursday. Exactly. No big deal. Like, I don't have a problem with that. It was just the, <laughs> the, furry, part. the furry part got me. Yeah. Semen and blood on it. How old is this, is, is the... Uh, the oath. Nine it's years old. A, I never yeah. that never popped into my head. Being a furry. Yeah, it uh, never. In it, I mean, I love you, bro, but you're pretty tame, so I, you ain't on the furry, <laughs> you know, radar. You called know. you vanilla in front of company. I mean, that's my man. He don't drink nothing. It's cool. That's true. Yeah, you are a vanilla milkshake. Exactly. You know, he me. chill with his silver thunder bucket. He be chilling. Me. <laughs> he want fancy soap. That's it. That's what he need out of life. That's silver buckthorn. Thank you. Th- that. Really? Is that the name of it? Somebody gave you the. Uh, uh. That's right. Yeah. Silver Buckthorn, man. Silver Buckthorn. Silver Buckthorn. Bougie. His Scottish soap. Bougie. From the Highlands of Scotland, of the Clan MacLeod. Bougie. Castle. <laughs> Bougie. I'm going to hell. Handmade by. Sli- wait, I want the indentured servants. I don't know the correct term. Virgin, over there. Virgin elves on the night moon. <laughs> I hope so. Bathing I in baby's so. tears. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought it if it wasn't. <laughs> it's the only this, way to bathe. I'm sorry. Who prepared the soap? Because if it wasn't virgin elves, uh, I. I cannot. Send it back. Send it back. Send it back. Amazon, pick this up. Cannot have stiff flowered elves touching my soap. <laughs> and it's completely unacceptable. Kind of. Welcome to the show, John. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> kind, of, kind of peasantry is this? My what skin do you think shall this remain you know clean and pure from non elves. <laughs> Listen. Non flowered elves. Listen, if it ain't if it ain't if it ain't right, it ain't right. I can't. He said, don't you know who I am? I'm from Mount Airy, ho. Exactly right. You better find you a virgin elf. (laughs) That's the problem nowadays. Elves out here just giving it away before they make soap. Happened to the good old Christian elves that waited to marriage before not making soap anymore. So, so Jonathan, um, one last thing before we before we get out of here, you're walking the earth. It's uh, Superman. People want to get in contact with you. Um, how find out more about your story? 
Uh, if you though? type in hashtag Seattle Superman, or you don't even have to type in the hashtag, but if you type Seattle Superman into any web browser, social media, you will find me. Yeah, yeah. That's how we. That's how we found you. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's why Seattle Superman staying. There you go. So, is there a Seattle Lois Lane? No. Is there a, <laughs> is there a Boris Lane? Bo, you know, <laughs> Omaha Lois Lane. Is right, right. No, I mean, I I'm, I don't want children, and I'm not going to get married. So that's uh, like, okay. Yeah. Right. I already made that decision. No, no, no I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Can't really be a Rolling Stone if it's hard to find somebody that doesn't like that lifestyle too. Oh, I mean, you can find people that like that lifestyle. I'm about to say, what happens if you find somebody to roll together? Maybe y'all yeah, can make some exactly. moss. So they just make that van a two-seater, you know. That's all. <laughs> oh, that van, the van only big enough for one? Oh, okay. Sometimes it'd be like that. He said, this cape was made for one. I, I, like, I need no Fortress navigator. of solitude. <laughs> I don't even have a dog. <laughs> no crypto. That's why, and, and you know, I don't like cats. So yeah, so yeah like exactly. cats, dogs, children, anchors in my bunk. So that's why none ooh, of that. Ooh, <laughs> goodness. He ain't lying. I love my anchors, <laughs> yeah, but they, right. they pull you down, boy. <laughs> I love them, but they, they slow you down. Boy. <laughs> he is not lying, bro. Young boy, heavy. I'm telling you, protect your ovaries, girls. <laughs> they they heavy. heavy. I love them, but they heavy. <laughs> Dog, he is not wrong. <laughs> they heavy. <laughs> Oh, they heavy. You got to think of them first. You got to think of them last. You got to feed them every day. You got to feed them every day. 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 It never stops. They keep growing. You can't stop. It don't, it it does it. It does not end. Talking. Like every, oh, yeah. they don't tell you they go. They become people. I mean, but like, oh, like, I'm having imagine a great if I team. if I did have a child in the past like ten years or so, I wouldn't be sitting in this room right now. I no, I was thinking that while you were talking. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he ain't got no girl. <laughs> Although, ain't no way. Ain't no. I don't give a good John Brown. How cute you are. You ain't gonna be skipping and bopping all across the country. What about this house? Who gonna help me with these bills? Somebody gotta take this trash out. <laughs> But yeah. She said, I got your super suit. No, go get with me. I'm good, thanks. And be like, I find it funny how you got time to put on a suit. You putting everybody else's groceries in the car. Where you at when I need groceries in the car? That's a real thing. That's I'm over here making two, three, four trips and you helping random people with their groceries? That's cute. I can't that's get you cute. to put your bowl in the dishwasher. <laughs> that's very, that's, you're right. See, we're all joking, but we know it's true, too. So. No, it is true. It's the truth, yeah. So that's fair. <laughs> Well, okay. although if you find yourself a baby like on the ground or something, like you could just put like a baby Bjorn on him and just roam the country carrying a baby around, like that would be dope for some reason. Like <laughs> I see my lips snarl reason. up like, like nope, no. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating little creatures though. And, you know, then you can drop them off at an orphanage. We like yeah, four. Yeah, I, mean, I have nieces and, and nephews, boys. so I, they, you know, I have my time with. Them all right, and, okay. And then that's. Uh, <laughs> and then you, yeah, and then, yeah but there's somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yeah so you're you, like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, you got and nieces and nephews. And then when they start like, uncle, 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 okay, bye. <laughs> that's why he's on the East Coast now. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got nieces and nephews. I see y'all when y'all twenty. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have a question though. So as you're, you know, traveling, you roll and you've rolled here. Do you kind of have a plan of where you might go next, or do you just kind of chill out until the wind takes you somewhere else? 
I might have a contract for work coming up in Vermont next month. Oh, wow. Oh, Vermont is beautiful. And if that doesn't happen, then I'll figure out what I'm going to do for another job to make money. <laughs> so are you going to try and like, like, I'm curious because you said um, the one contract was a, a, a conductor contract. I didn't, wouldn't think, like, how do you freelance as a conductor? Well, there are rail, like short line railroads that like either people hurt, get hurt, or uh, uh, fired, whatever the heck reason why, mm-hmm. and so then like, a like substitute conductor kind yeah, of thing. So that's pretty much pretty much why. So and then between the times of them like hiring people, training them, and doing all this stuff, because it's a long training period. Yeah. So then they'll just hire people to come in to fill a, a certain void, or if they like get busy, or have like a surplus of product, like propane or grain or whatever the heck and they need more people to work for they call an agency oh wow oh, I, you know what I was compl- thinking passenger passenger not, so was I. not even freight so you freight so you're like you're like the proper like guy in the in the front moving the train and stuff no, that's that's what an it, engineer. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's why I was like, wait a minute, yeah. hold yeah. the door. <laughs> yeah, because I knew it wasn't engineer. Door. So, so what does the what does the conductor do on on the freight train? I I don't know. I'm 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 fascinated now. So the engineer, like you know, goes back and forth. The, right. The conductor is the one that actually is the liaison between like the dispatcher and the train, like for going cross country and okay. like make sure everything's in order. Right. But also like um, like so in Montana we had to build propane trains like in a, so you know you have all these different tracks right? right and we had to make one long train out of like all these other tracks okay so somebody's gonna be at the ground to make the little hooks for all the you know and that's what i would do oh. gotcha okay yeah. get it because when you make links like that it's like conducting electricity <laughs> is that is Word? that is that real is that it I mean, can you confirm Conducting, I mean, I get what she's saying, but same word, different context. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was like the root. I was like, oh, Kennedy has schooled us twice. It's like she knows about conjunction, junction. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's not conductor. That's, that's not, not, that's it's not, not the same conduction, word. Conduction, duction. It's conjunction, junction. They're two yeah, different but things. Yeah, the, but but I'm saying, but, but now I'm seeing what the little guy on the cartoon. He would have been the conductor. Yes. Yes, he because he wasn't the engineer. Well, no, he wasn't engineer because he did get up front and he did all. I think they kind of they probably complete. He was get it because that's the conjunction part. He was an engineer and a conductor. Ah, there you go. Very nice. Very nice. A conductioneer. Conductioneer. Exactly. Are there conductioneers? I don't know. I don't imagine (laughs) how. I can't imagine how someone would be able to do that. That's like somebody driving and talking at the same time. I mean they yeah, they there are uh yeah, no. There that really can't happen. Um union-wise and just well, yeah, no, other no, stuff. Like too. I'm like, driving, I cannot talk right now. Take a message. Like they they've tried to have one person do the type of stuff to save money, but it doesn't work. Doesn't out. work. No. Doesn't work. No. No. There you go. Can't drive the train and hook up words and phrases and clauses. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Len. That was good. Good one. Every once yeah, in a while. Real good. But let's not forget who started that whole train there. Oh, <laughs> you did that, didn't you? Oh, you okay. Oh, well, we, we can all leave now. <laughs> it's turned into a very special Black Tribbles. Uh-oh. Boom, 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 boom,
Beep. Okay. Did you ever see that song performed live? Yes. I've, I've danced to that song. But I mean, have you seen them like the oh, footage no. of them? I'm just saying I perform live to that song. I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it performed live too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in an entirely different context, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Good Lord. Listen, Scotland. That's all I'm saying. What? Seen um, Art of Noise? Yeah. No, I've seen strippers dance to that song. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. And, wow. But they're literally like, it's the most uninteresting. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, performance. And they're all like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always think the keyboard player is funny because he's always like bopping real hard, but it's like, but you, like, you just, you right there, though. <laughs> and then, like, then you're there. They always like. <laughs> 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 and it just, I'm always like, what's he doing? I saw this, this uh, <laughs> clip of them performing that, and they were all doing that. But it was great because I guess they were really feeling themselves because their microphones were bobbing with them. So they were like. Oh, key change out. And then they'd be feeling themselves. Y'all see that? Y'all see that? And then the breakdown. They'd be pointing the crowd like, yeah, you know what it is. The crowd be with them though. Crowd be with them the Babies. whole time. Day everywhere. That's a good song. Well, not everywhere apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I survived Texas four years with no children. I could survive anywhere. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Why? Well, they, is it, yeah, is so it like that in Texas? Listen. Where were you in Texas? Were they fly down there? Is this like everybody cute? Oh. Or what is it? It's the South. <laughs> yeah, they they throwing it around in the South. Man. Really? Oh, okay. I'm not gonna put it that way. But all right, bruh. I'm not going to put it that way on this FM station, Randy. I'm saying, okay. They get instilled they football they get down instilled there in their so in their head. They're throwing lots of footballs around, <laughs> and they're taught at a young age to have to catch the football and catch them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a football come your way, catch it, catch it, have it, do it. Especially, don't, don't you dare fumble this ball. <laughs> Especially a big chocolate football <laughs> in a cape. In a cape. Like. You better catch that Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I'm, I consider, yeah, that was a victory. <laughs> Dodging panties like Neo in the Matrix. Okay, so, like, okay, so I got to ask, if, if you've committed yourself to this, right? If to you this lifestyle. know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you do not want to procreate. At the risk of being in your business, why not, you know, have a procedure so you don't have to worry about people accidentally catching people a being a wide receiver. She's got a point. There's a good question. Because there are other ways to not have children without having to do that. Amen. <laughs> like, says the guy with three kids. Safe sex. Uh, making sure who you have sex with is, mm, you know. I don't know what I can and can't say. On right the now. same page. <laughs> yeah, on the same page. And that's pretty much doing your due diligence without having to just like. Uh, uh, feed into your cravings all the time without even thinking about the ramifications of what will happen. All right. So you be thinking. <laughs> that's your thing. You be thinking. That's why. All right. Thanking. Mm hmm. 
not even thinking. Yeah, when blooded in my head, I, I ain't been thinking. I mean, about as, as much as I like those activities, <laughs> I like not having children more. You know what? <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not you even know how many weekends I be in bed with Phoenix Bruh. before they wake up and be like, "Yo, you remember we used to be in bed all day." <laughs> I ain't gonna say what we was doing, but we was in bed all day and ain't have to get out till we was hungry. Right? Like, them days is lo- 10 years, it's gone now. Yeah. But if you're patient, they'll be back. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm counting down to empty nesting. Bruh. I, I still got at least one more to get out the way first. So. Bruh. I know your pain. Yeah. Me and you wait, we we count. I be talking to and nurses, I, like, you house empty? I'm all the college, huh? Mm. Must be nice. like, yeah. I mean, people say that. My dad was like, I'm a house. And now he's retired. He blows me up regularly. Hey. What'd you do? What'd you hear about spring, spring train? Catchers and pitchers, 14 days. You ready? I'm like, Dad, it's February. <laughs> you really talking about baseball right now? I mean, I'm with it, but don't you have something to do? Yeah, well, you know. All right, well, I was talking to your sister. It just goes on like he's got time for it now. Eventually, you're going to get hit with that Kratz Cradle stuff. You're going to be like, oh, I think, whew, in this bed. Look at this. I'm going to roll over three times. I don't have to worry about feeding nobody. And then and then you're going to be like. Calling him out the blue? Yeah. I miss you. What are you doing? What are you doing? She, the same going to be like, Dad, I'm on a dig right now. I cannot talk to you. I don't even know how. I have like, oh, what's his name? What are you doing? Where'd you get? No, you Dad, like, I'm on, I'm on excavation. Like, I'm digging for rocks. I can't. You know I'm in Montana right now, Dad. Like, can I help you? Are you okay? Did you eat today? Yeah, yeah. Just seeing. What's up with you? What you doing? Just because you're all grown up doesn't mean you're not. Like, she'll be like, oh, Dad, I got to go by. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be sitting there mad. Yeah, one day. Yeah, so, right? She said, let me, let me, let me get mad. I just for, yeah, to I got to get there. <laughs> just got to get there. But not this day. I mean, if you think about it, like, you really only got, like, a good, not even 20 years of raising. So, like, less than 20 years. 20 years flies like that. Listen, Amaryllis is 16. I went to a Super Bowl party the other day. A bunch of my homies from Penn State. And Aaron went with me, Aaron and Alex. And Aaron, it will be 14 in April, was taller than all of my friends. Wow. Already. I'm like, why are you? What? How are you? You're 13. Um, a mirror. That's how. Right. A mirror. I just, but just conceptually, like the fact that he's already 13 years old. I'm like, you were, like, I remember watching you get pushed down the steps by your cousin when you was three, and doing my best not to laugh. Mm. But I think you definitely you know, sat there watching. Was, right, right. I no, watched. No, she was at the top of the steps. His his cousin was at the top of the steps, there, and he was coming down in front of her, and he was just taking a little bit too long. So she was like, whoop. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, all right, you're not dead. Okay, now I can laugh about this later. Cool. And my brother, you know, he, he beat his daughter for almost murdering her cousin. <laughs> and, uh, and in retrospect, it's hilarious. But, it, but I still have all of that memory, like, right there. And that was over 10 years ago. Like, just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, God, I'm dead. I'm no longer alive, and my children have moved on without me, and it's the worst. Okay. It's definitely conflicting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming near that time for us to get out of here, but I want to invite you to go to blacktribbles.com and hit swag because we got new swag. We got merch. 
We got a whole lot of merch, a whole lot of fly merch. We got new Pine Negro shirts, new Pine Negro designs. We got new uh, Super Tribble and and Storm Tribble centric designs that are real funky. They are real fly. And it's all available to you courtesy of T Public on BlackTribbles.com. So check that out. Um, it's Black History Month, so on all of our social media, we are celebrating 29 days of Pioneers. We have a been celebrating a different Pioneer from a different era all month long. So check that out on wherever you get your social media because it it's up there. It's got it going on. And um, are we gonna do the uh, the guy that the the whites only color fountain uh, whites only water fountain guy? They keep showing this dude all over the place. Like there was a there's a picture for, uh, of this guy just like drinking water at a whites only uh, water fountain. This black dude, he was like, whatever. And there's like his his current picture is up next to it. And he he looks almost exactly the same, but he was it was like the same guy. Wow. I, I want to know this dude's whole story because because the look on his face, he was like, yeah, whatever. Give me this water. Oh, he, I want to know his whole story. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. We'll check it out. And. Let's see what else is going on. What else do I need to tell you all about? I don't know. Oh, well, let me ask Kennedy first. Do I have permission to say one thing about the Michelle mission? <laughs> oh, now he want to ask me if he can bring this hoe in my house. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want, Lynn. Uh, the dog don't even fall for that one. Do what you want. <laughs> When they say that, you know. It's fine. Don't do what you want. Go ahead. <laughs> do what you want. So. Mm. Look at you. I knew it. Check out the Black Tribbles <laughs> every week. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I was kidding. I was serious. Go ahead. You can talk he about it. You just said I was kidding and I was serious. I was serious. Exactly. You heard it exactly right. No, 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 no. My bad hearing was up. I heard that. No, no. I was, I was, it was all for spectacle. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Talk about Vince. Go ahead. You know you want to. Go ahead. I dare you. I dare you. Well, I just want to let the Triple Nation know that the 200th episode of the Michelle Mission is coming up and it's going to be celebrating live. At World Cafe Live on February 27th, we're going to be reviewing Shaft from Sweet. 1972, and we're also going oh, to... Oh, not the new one? No. <laughs> no. Um, and then we're also going to be having a 70s Soul Train Dance Party DJ by Scheme Richards. Nice! It's going to be a lot of fun. The tickets are on sale at MichelleMission.com, and I am... Extending an invitation, of course, to each and every one of my triples to come and check it out. What day is it? That would be. Well, that was a given. Well, it's a. Th- I knew I was invited. It's a Thursday, so. Well, well, well. Isn't that convenient? February twenty seventh. There it is. <laughs> I suppose I'll go to your little show. I'm kidding. I'll have fun. This could be great. Okay. I got Afro puffs I can install. Yes, please do. I, hey, I got my I got my afro and my bell bottoms. It's going to be a lot of fun. Here for it with mutton chops and everything. Mutton chops, let's go. Must have. He's dynamite. Ding 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 ding. And we doing the movie thing on the twenty eighth. Mm. 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 Oh, 
Mm. Right? right. You remember right. the thing? Once yeah. a month, every month, we all gonna get together, yeah, hang out, right, blah, right, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Yup. With the new TVs. Right. The yeah, you remember spot. all that? Yeah. It was Who, just a week ago. It was only a week ago. It was only a week ago. I forgot that I said starting in February. Yeah. But okay. Oh, yeah. uh, that's fine. And now you remember. Yeah. Because it was what the watermelon thing. Watermelon, watermelon man and a watermelon, watermelon girlfriend. Yep. No, you know so how it is. Watermelon man you and a watermelon it is. woman. You know how it is. Yeah. When, her too. When, when when Len's focused, you know, on the Michelle mission. When he's when he's being a missionary, that's all he can do. So you just have to bear oh with him and wait till he remembers his first girl. family. That's all. Oh, okay. That's all. You yeah. know what? When he said all this stuff, I was like. Oh, that wasn't that bad, and now it's coming out. <laughs> That's fine. I support you in everything that you do. Y'all, y'all just put this man I'm happy for you out and, in front of company. I'm happy for you and Vince. I'm so happy for you, too. He ain't company no more. He took the oath. He one of us. This oh, show will right. be yeah, available yeah. for your download streaming pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Come to more on, Bla- on uh, BlackTribbles.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. And any place and every place a good podcast be. Don't forget to like and follow us on all the social medias. On Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and review because that helps people find our show. And send us your feedback. We're going to start reading our emails on air. So email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. And also support us on Patreon because we've got a Patreon going on where we have an exclusive podcast, Greetings from the Bat Base, where I get in, I have the Tribbles come on, and we have a whole lot of fun. Okay. We're running late. For all the triples here, for the new alien triple, Jonathan Bell, this is the Bat Triple. In parting, we say... Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. Kirk Douglas, wrecked in peace. Aww.